Just remember, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help each other. Hi, it's Megan from A Special Place in Hell. This is a short clip of an episode that Sarah and I recorded as a bonus just for paying subscribers. We recorded it shortly after last week's big debate in LA, Has the Sexual Revolution Failed?, where Sarah argued against the proposition. This is just for our paying subscribers, so if you enjoy it and want to hear the rest, go to aspecialplace.substack.com and join our listener community. People don't people don't understand what a debate is until it unless somebody really hammers it in. So I think that what could have helped um, make this into an actual debate a little bit is if, uh, especially if you're going to have people who are not really debaters or not, they're not familiar with debate or the debate structure at all, but they're just kind of like, you know, and they're in not the lawyers. Public eye. They're not trial yeah, well, lawyers. Well, yes. In the mm-hmm. public eye, you know, and I, I, I yeah. think, I think it's wonderful that people like that are actually being, like involved in these kinds of topics. Like, I think it's good that the Red Scare girls are, are, are a part of this because they are a big part of the culture. And it's, I think it's important to see their ideas in a format where they can actually be scrutinized a little bit. Uh, and we should just be doing, you know, more and more of that as far as I'm concerned. So I, I, I love the debate format. I think that there's something really unique and special about it. I don't know if you agree. We talked about this a little bit and, and you, you, you felt like there was like debate kills nuance. I think that's what you were, you were saying. So, so say more about that. And then I think, and then I'll rebut you. I will have a rebuttal. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, the whole thing with the debate is that you need to, it's a very kind of the, the parameters are very narrow. So like if if the case, if if, if the sexual revolution was a failure, if that Mm -hmm. was the resolution, it's, then it's there. They have the burden and proof. The the other side has to prove that that is true, right? Yeah. So you're saying it's not a failure. Yeah. I mean, in that case, it's pretty clear cut. I mean, the the fact is that with a topic like this, it's obvious that the sexual revolution was not a failure. How are you going to define failure? If if the resolution was the sexual revolution um, had unintended consequences, then that would be a very different thing. But the fact that the word failure was used... It just yeah. makes it, I, I think you're sort of like limited out of the gate if you are going to adhere to the rules of debate. So they so were just I like, guess they, like, they were just like, I'm not going to adhere to it. <laughs> that's what they, no, I, I mean, don't think, because I don't think they understood that. And, and I just, I think the debate, like we just, we, you know, we're constantly hearing people, Ben Shapiro saying, debate me, debate me. But I think what they're really saying is just like, come in here and have an argue with, argument with me. Like the debate format where they're like, is this, it's timed and you have six minutes for this statement and then there's two rounds of rebuttals or whatever. Like that's a very specific format. And I do yeah. think it's limited. Like I actually don't, you know, there's the monk debates are very popular up in, up in Toronto. That was the, they recently had like Matt Taibbi and, um, Douglas Murray against was it Malcolm Gladwell and Malcolm Michelle Gladwell. Goldberg? <laughs> yeah, it was. That and was Malcolm Gladwell show. didn't seem to understand what the debate format was either, or at least was just no. I think he understood the debate format. He just yeah, he understood the format. He didn't understand he what was had, happening in the world. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't yeah. have a good argument. That was it. That he just thought that calling no, it was racist was an he, argument. Yes, and, and phoning it in no less. So, um, yeah, but I, I guess like I just don't find the debate format 
as compelling sort of as an intellectual experience um, than others do, but that just may be a, a personality so, thing. Like I, because I just feel like not, in, the debate format is about something being very cut and dry and almost nothing is cut and dry. Mm-hmm. I disagree. Um, I think it's the best format intellectually. Like I think it's the closest <laughs> you, you can get to, I think it's the closest you can get to like, you know, uh, like word cell chess, you know what I mean? It's, it's the, it, 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 it's, it's the only format in which you can really get down to like hone in on the logic of an argument. And we never get the opportunity to do that in any other, you know, segment of society. And people get away with a lot of stupid arguments that are not logically coherent, but they just sound good. Yeah. There's a good rhetoric around them and they, they like pad the argument with a lot of indirectly related things and, and then pass it off as an argument. But it, it only in the debate format can you really pare that down and, and get right to the, you know, internal logic of the one main argument. Does it stand? Does it not stand? And often you find that uh, you know, something that you thought would stand very well really doesn't or really can't. And I, I know what you're saying in terms of like the lack of nuance, but I, I actually, I think that this is, that's the, the, the strength is not, is that debate is saying very clearly, we're not here to talk about everything. We're here to talk about this right. one specific thing and everything else is irrelevant and it, it helps you clarify what matters you know to that one topic and i think it my experience in in debate i i only did it for a short period of time in in high school because i was poor and i couldn't afford to go to camp and do all these expensive things that everybody else could afford to do but i was pretty good at it and i felt like there was nothing else in my k through 12 experience and even in college nothing in college that got close to how much debate improved my critical thinking skills like literally nothing else got close nothing else got close not even and i even my good professors they didn't get close because nothing but the actual exercise of using your critical thinking skills actually hones them just being taught by the professor or writing one one essay once in a while is not going to do it and there's the beauty of the debate like in in a high school setting is that when you go to a debate tournament you have to prepare for both sides um you you, it's a it's a coin toss what you'll be assigned the affirmative or negative so there's a proposition you could be for the affirmative you could be for the negative you have to prepare a very strong case for both sides and just learning how to do that just that practice of doing that opens your eyes to the complexities of issues you know and and forces you forces you to separate yourself from how you feel about it because we all have like there is the proposition we all have a we all have a feeling about it but when you are put in the position where you are forced to argue for something you don't believe in you see elements of it that you could not have seen otherwise that would not be visible to you um and you gain a sympathy for you know that part of like for that argument that you otherwise just like couldn't have gotten and then totally at 100 percent yeah, and then you do it. If you do that again and again, you do that. You know, you do that of twenty, thirty tournaments, forty tournaments. You ju- then gain a very like bone deep intuition of the complexities of issues. You know, which I think I've carried yeah. with me since then, and has been really valuable. And I have had an easier time not hating people for their ideas. 
because I think like a debater and I think, okay, you're just holding an idea and I can, I can convince you out of it. And then you will hold a new one. You know, I don't think that people are equivalent to their ideas just because I, because of that training a little bit. I, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I think it's a very, very useful and in fact, it should be like a mandatory pedagogical exercise. I think, I think should everybody should do it as well. Yeah. This is, but this is why I'm always amazed because it's also like how you think like a lawyer. I mean, this is what you're supposed to learn in law school, which is why I'm always amazed when you see lawyers who are completely unable to decouple fact from emotion and are totally ideological and yeah. have built their legal careers on ideology. Yeah. Like it's just sort of yeah. mind blowing. Like, do they, yeah. do they know that they're doing that? Or like, if that is yeah. like a strategy in and of itself, like I, yeah. a, anyway, but yeah. no, I look, I, I completely agree. I mean, the, the problem is like, is this something that is going to translate to an entertainment, you know, stage no, experience obviously. in, in like, our, I mean, in clearly. our <laughs> current culture? No, I mean, clearly and I wonder no. if it ever like, did. I mean, people, it's, you know, people went to the Lincoln Douglas debates. Like that was, that was a touring show. Like there, there did used to be, um, a kind of spirit of debate. I, I would be very curious actually to go back and read the transcripts. I think people were just Lincoln intellectually Douglas serious. How, yeah. You can read them there. Like, I mean, the you, ones you, that so, showed up, the ones that showed up were intellectually serious. Yeah. I'm not that charismatic. Like, damn it. Like, you know, like, Oh, uh, that's not I, true. No. I mean, the other side, like Louise is just doing her British thing. You know, she just has this accent and she's just, like, yeah, you speaking. can't win a debate she's against speaking. a British person. I mean, she, that's she's, just, she's, uh, universally acknowledged I mean, truth. I, I, I was like, she's just, she just sounds to an American, like she just sounds I know. reasonable. Like, she even could if probably she go up and anything. just say like total gobbledygook. She could probably just be like, um, you know, every, all, all, all sluts must die. And you'd be like, oh, she could have, yes. she could have said that. And I, yeah, well, because she's, because she would say it in a, like a, and she, and Louise in particular, I think she cast, she casts a spell. Like there's something about her mannerisms mm-hmm. and the air about her. And I get it because it's like, I'm under that spell. So I, I get it if other people fa- feel the same way. And Anna was very funny. Um, I thought, I thought it, it was kind of like a comedic. Yeah. She was vaping actually, on stage too. So yeah, you should have vaped. Like you just saw. <laughs> I mean, so I yeah. thought I was like, there was a point where I was like, Oh my God, like I'm competing with two very charismatic women. Grimes was the charisma piece of the two of us, except she was having a really rough time of it. She's had some personal problems that's been in the media. So she I was having a it. big week. I have, she was having a very mm-hmm. awful, um, whatever. She was having a time. And so it, it, it just couldn't, it, I felt like, okay, I'm going, I'm definitely going to lose. The room is filled with red scare people, like filled. Uh, you can just tell from the way that they're dressed that they're mm-hmm. Red Scare people. Um, I didn't realize and- Red Scare had like people, like groupies that actually dressed up like them, like, like Star Trek like groupies. You know. Yeah. Yes. Like they had like Polya shirts on. Like they're, they were there for Red Scare. And, um, I was just like, okay, then I'm definitely going to lose. Cause the way that the debate was, um, structured was that you voted. We vote, like everybody voted in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then, they voted again at the end after they heard everybody's argument and whoever gained the most um, or, or gained anything at all, um, I think. Wins. Yeah, you move the needle. Mm-hmm. If you move yeah. the needle, you, you won. And then there was like a, there was a point at which I think if it was too little of a change that they would consider it a tie. And then if it was a little slightly more than that, it, it, it you, you won. So I was thinking 
there's no way I will convince these people because I don't have the charisma, I don't have the British accent, I'm not funny, and I'm dressed like a lawyer here having an argument, and yeah, they're all Red like Scare fans. Like, yes. They didn't what want... What was Grimes wearing? Like a feather outfit and like weird no, no, glasses no. and... It wasn't, was it? A fe- like, it wasn't feather. It was, she was doing like a pirate okay. thing. It was pretty cool, actually. A pirate I, thing. I was okay. like, why didn't yeah. I, why didn't I do this? Like, why am I dressed like this? And, and, and then, I, so I just thought we were going to, so when it came up on stage that we won, our side won, I did not believe it. I thought somebody, I thought Barry must have misread the, <laughs> the numbers because I couldn't fully see them from where I was sitting. And I was just, uh, cause they were like behind me up, up at the top. Um, I was just like, Barry must have misread for a long time. And then she actually came over and like, she was just like, you won. They're like, you won. I was like, oh. And then Grimes and I were both like, we won. <laughs> that was a taste of our recently recorded episode for paying subscribers. To get the rest, go to a specialplace.substack.com and join our listener community. Becoming a paying subscriber gets you lots of bonus content just like this and more. So we would love to see you there. We'll